Jim Price of Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is November 15th. It's a Wednesday, 2023. Well, guys, as we continue on down the saga of, hey, the government's been lying to us, so that's fine. Uh, we're going ahead and we're going to try to fight Syria, Iraq, Iran, Jordan, uh, the Taliban, ISIL, ISIS. I don't, I'm trying to I'm trying to just name everything I can think of that we fight for uh, all of eternity, and uh, continue throwing trillions of dollars at something that absolutely has nothing to do with us. And I have actually continued to show you guys the the war map that we are all thinking that is so important, and also we're still forgetting that there's a canal involved. Please do not forget the canal that will be ported out right where. The Gaza Strip on the north end is in Israel. So let's see. We got a, a canal coming out right there at the north end of the Gaza Strip. And then, I mean, you guys have already heard all this stuff anyway. So don't worry about that. We do have a lot of crazy things continuing to go on around us. And don't get so wound up in some of the shiny objects of things. There's some things that will be coming out. There's a lot of stuff going on in Congress. We do have an election coming up this coming year. And I want you guys to make sure that. You're not going to get caught up in the continued saga of elections are not fair because they're not. Just understand that. Say, hey, they're not fair. Quit saying, well, I think they're not fair. Just say they're not fair. Say that we know that they've been lying. Yet say, yes, Russia did interfere with Hillary Clinton's ability to steal the 2016 election. See, we have to start talking the truth about what's really going on and quit using these words like I think and I feel and I don't know and this is for education purposes only. That's all lies because that's not the reality of it. Anyway, uh, I do have a special guest with me here today. I'm going to let them uh, – why is it every time I do this, what is this or something – am I not talking to Zoom in the right way? Come on, Zoom. Work with me. All right, so I got Zoom here. I'm going to bring on my guest today. And uh, hey, guys, how's it going? I got, I got all three of you here. I, I got your head chopped off on the bottom, though. I'm going to have to fix that. So all right, guys, Amanda, you're over here. You go first. Yep. So go for it. Hi, my name is Amanda Forbes. I am the president of Children's Health Defense Canada, as well as the president of Vax Canada and the co-founder of the Freedom Org. I am the mom of three beautiful kids, homeschooled two of them. And uh, now I'm a full-time caregiver to my basketball hall of fame, Pfizer fallen father. Um, right. Yeah. So and who is your father? Who's your father? My dad is Sam Forbes. They call him the legend. We're here in Canada, so okay. you guys might not have heard of him. Well, even yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're just those great neighbors of the north with a crazy leader, so we really don't think about other than that. We just we think you guys are awesome. We think of you as America, but just with a bad governor or something like that. So anyway, so that's, uh, that's what we got. So you got uh, the director down below us right here. So director Richard. Richard. So. But close. That was Todd. Todd. Uh, Todd. Rod? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I've been a filmmaker for about 20 years. Started out doing commercials and B movies in Hollywood and uh, music videos, and, and then I got into documentaries and started directing and shooting and editing my own films uh, about 12 years ago, something like that. Yeah. And then so when COVID hit, I started making movies about the COVID narrative and um, start reflecting on the way the government has behaved in the past, uh, how unfelt helpful um, uh, the medical uh, paradigm that we subscribe to here in North America is. And, um, and then the third, the third part of that was the media, just looking at the media and how, what role they play mm -hmm. and trying to get people to understand exactly what's going on and what kind of, uh, paradigm they're living in right well and again uh storytelling seems to be the name of the game and a lot of things like that now so we're trying to undo the lies and i guess that's the biggest problem that we're all having is that i spend the majority of my show saying here's how they lied and here's how it's not a lie and here's all the facts to back up that it's not a lie and so i spend an enormous amount of my life doing this show and others and and speaking engagements that I'm constantly pushing it back against those things. So, Amanda, for you, uh, this hit home pretty fast for you. What, uh, what, how did this all come down, and how did you get started? Well, um, my in 2014, my youngest was vaccine injured with her very first uh, shot that we took her for the well baby. She uh, and dumb enough, I took her in again for it the second time. I just delayed it, thinking I was doing the the right thing, and then right. we almost lost her. So. 
immediately that was that was like pulling the wolves completely off my eyes it was it was the fastest trigger slash trauma I've ever experienced to wake me up so fast um you know it took about three years to detox her completely get rid of all the chemicals get rid of you know no more vaccines we stopped that immediately we knew it was instant So, um, it took me three years, but we got her back and she's, uh, an absolutely incredible little girl right now. Um, fast forward into, um, 2021 and my dad went to go get the Pfizer vaccine because, um, he, he travels everywhere. He's a world traveler. He plays ball all over the world. He's played for Canada. He's in the hall of fame here in Canada and it dropped him like a tank. Wow just dropped him six foot four 300 pounds of muscle and he went down he had nine strokes wow um and then the hospital tried to kill him so uh i had to basically kidnap him out of there and i thought i was bringing him home to die but when i changed up his entire uh protocol and got rid of all of the allopathic crap he thrived and he's still getting better to this day but his life is destroyed Wow. And uh, see, that's a that's a part of this whole thing. And that's why the daily update actually started. I was on the radio doing a weekend show and uh, I just saw this whole hysteria of everybody going out in this big fart in the wind. The coronavirus, the Mexican beer flu, it was going to kill us all. I I you know, I'm like, guys, we stop. Don't believe the fear. Don't go out there. Don't rush to this. This is not an answer for this. And uh, it was for me, that was really, I was really desperate to get that out there, that message. And, uh, that's why I started doing this. It be, and then the show has actually grown, uh, exponentially past what the radio show was doing. But when you think about these things, when you were saying that uh, so much of this was the, the wool was pulled off your eyes or whatever it was that you suddenly start seeing all these things that were a lie to you. Well, then mm-hmm. Now what else is a lie? It, it creates a, a problem with trustworthiness, right? And so if you're going to lie to me about what is supposed to be so sacred as do no harm in medical, well, then, you know, what, what else are you doing to me? So did you have that realization after you started seeing the stuff with your dad and your daughter and all this other stuff that not only was that a problem, but there was other things as well? You know, it was funny because when it happens to you as mom, all you're trying to do is protect your kids and you'll be damned if you let another person harm them in any way shape or form and when you start doing that research and you go down that one specific rabbit hole it really quickly opens up to every other angle you know you've got you've got the food you've got the farming you've got the tech you've got government you've got education you've got everything it's all one great big agenda right when you dig in and it's too much for a lot of people to comprehend i understand that Mm -hmm. But I think now my heart breaks for the people that wake up now. I had, I had the luxury of only doing one at a time. Mm -hmm. These people are going to be bombarded left and right, up and down with everything all at once. And I, I worry for them in that regard because that's enough to make people crazy. Yeah. Well, when you, uh, so I guess I would have to ask now you guys have put together a documentary. Is this, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want to step on the beginning process or the meaning of the end, so I don't know who wants to step on this part, but uh, tell me tell me how this all started for you guys. Todd? Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I made a film called Love in the Time of COVID, looking at uh, the COVID narrative and kind of trying to unpack it and see what, what, what if any of it was true. Mm-hmm. And um, I suspected it wasn't. And, um, and then I, you know, I also, so I told the story of a, of a filmmaker who tested, a producer who tested positive for, for PCR and went into seclusion, went into isolation and went a little crazy and then took off from his house and his family searched for him. Mm-hmm. And so I tell that story. So we're searching for him in the film, but we're also searching for the answers around what is this PCR test that nobody's ever heard of? What are, you know, are masks, masks, these masks, do they work? Are they good for you? Um, and, you know, did, looked at both things and interwove them through that first film. Uh, got a great response and met a lot of really new people and great people and um, in what you would call, I guess, the freedom movement now. And then, and then that in that film, you know, looking at the vaccine was just a small, just one of the things we investigated. 
But after making that film, I wanted to go deep into the vaccine. And so I went deep into the COVID vaccine, which made me want to make another the next film um, looking into all vaccines and talking to, about all vaccines. And that's when um, Amanda arrived and gave me a call right after the film had just just launched and said, hey, I want to do a film about this. I said, hey, I want to do a film about that too. Let's make a movie. And then she had access to all these wonderful people like Robert Malone and Bobby Kennedy and Catherine Austin Fitz and Pierre Corey. And so it was great because we could, we also, you know, it's full of Canadian heroes, including the Stefan family, who they're kind of our, our personal, our heart of this film mm -hmm. that again, we wove the story through and amongst talking to all these other people. It's six episodes. And, um, and, and, uh, and so that's how it became so big was because, um, Amanda got me hooked up with all these other people in the U S and it's a, I think it's a wonderful look at, um, the tr tragic situation in North America right now. Right. Well, and that's, uh, this is the sad part of this is there's so many facets to this, right? So you just talked about other vaccines and this is a statistic. I tried to remind people of this consistently of is that there were only 11 children ever tested with the tetanus shot. And the rest of the people who were actually tested for the tetanus shot, uh, well, we don't really, there's, a, there's the VARES and all the other stuff, but actually tetanus in its own packaging will tell you that it's a sterilization drug. It will make you sterile from six months to a lifetime. But yet, what's the very first thing? Every time you go to the doctor, every time you go to, you get the kids checkup, every time you go to the ER, every time you go wherever, what are they? Have you had your tetanus lately? Why are they in such a hurry to keep us sterile? I mean, is there a problem here, like folks? Like, what is there? Just too many of? I mean, obviously, there's a, an agenda with that as well. But uh, you know, you, you got to start wondering, guys, that there's all these uh, vaccines that I, you know, as a I was in the military. They gave me uh, air gun, three different air gun shots of vaccines when I was in the military. I have no idea what they were, and they were told me told me it was none of my business because I'm government property. Yeah. And so when you get kind of language like that, it really makes you hesitate uh, when you start hearing about other things like what we're seeing with this big vaccine that's come out now. Uh, the high dose quadrivalent flu shot that they have out this year is the same flu shot they've had since 2018. But it's four different versions of it at twice the dose, twice. So it's mm -hmm. eight shots twice. So it's 16 shots within two weeks of each other. Why do they want to give you so many different vaccines and the same, but they're not even the ones that are quote unquote relevant to now? And I've actually come up with an assumption here, guys. This is one of mine. Again, I'm not a doctor. I play one on TV, but I don't play, you know, I'm not one in real life. But I do wonder are we actually as contagious? as they say we are, or are there just things that are, our body is dealing with that we're ingesting? You know, food is medicine, environment, water, all these things. What if we're really only diseased because of what they put into us, not because we touch or contact each other? We make each other fearful of each other, but is that really how things actually spread? See, that's a question I have for, I'm not really sure if we actually are as sick as we say we are. We're well, we sick are. because of pharma. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like we're sick because of them, right? Not because – is it because why, – why is it that, you know, human beings kiss and exchange, you know, body fluids and all this, you know, you know, booger hook in your nose, whatever you got, everything's everywhere else. But what are we really as sick as what we think we are? And are these yeah. vaccines really as necessary as they say we, they are? Does that make sense? Well, oh, I think absolutely. what Matt said is correct. I think they're, they're making us sick. And right. um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being sick. I think being sick is probably really good for your immune system. You probably, you know, you, you get a fever sometimes, the fever, you need to get it, as you, especially small children, right? When they're near to, 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 to fresh into the world, fevers are a good thing, kills off bacteria. Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously, there's a reason that we get colds, you know, we've, we've got colds. That's, is that a big deal? I think, I think they really play on the fact that no one wants to be in any kind of discomfort, and I think that part of being in this world, part of the story is suffering. Yeah. And um, and we we offer, you know, like with the flu vaccine, if you take it, you won't suffer. Right. Well, yeah. I that's that's a perfect, perfect. You, you stumbled on something that I'm dealing with right now. I've been on cayenne pepper for about six months now. Yeah. And cayenne pepper will raise your testosterone, balance your estrogen, 
cause uh, your uh, body to repair itself. It'll it'll do it'll, it smooths out your blood, fixes uh, mm-hmm. it, it fixes stroke victims. If you've had a stroke at all, take cayenne pepper. It fixes these things and literally fixes it. This is AMA stuff. AMA says if you have had a, a stroke or or having a stroke, take cayenne pepper. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, guys. I'm struggling because <laughs> it gets in there and makes me struggle, right? And I'm going to tell you the reason my testosterone raises is because I'm my body's having to struggle, right? Just like you just said, well, are we going through things because our body needs that, right? If we didn't have gravity, we'd just be a big pile of snot on the ground because we wouldn't have anything structurally to push back on to make us look the way we do. So, yes, what you were just saying in the analogy is, yeah, we need to struggle, and it makes us better. Right, sure. working out. It's a form of detox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I've, I don't know. I think I'm an idiot. I just there's times in my day where when I take that, I just I, I the six hours between door to door is is uh, a <laughs> there's a time in there. I just wonder what I'm doing. So, um, all right, guys. Well, tell us about the movie. Tell us about that stuff. I don't mean to go off on the medical stuff. Let's tell us about what how this all got started. How long did it take you? Give me some back. Who wants to talk on that? Todd. Who wants to talk about that one? Yeah, it, it took about a year to make the film, um, which is pretty fast. And uh, I mean, like it, like the, the title, it's, it's the big picture around everything that's going on. But I think if you were to like try to take one thing from the film uh, for the future of everyone, that is not to let the world become digital. So central bank digital currencies. Right. Uh, you know, use money, spend cash, carry cash, keep cash in your house, get a vault, have access to cash all the time and use it as in as many places as possible. And um, and then we will we'll keep it alive and we'll stop the, the world from becoming digital. Because like you said earlier, with, uh, you know, the army saying you were their property. Well, these people, these globalists, these fascists, they want all of us to be their property. And if the world becomes digital and all our money is digital, then they have control of our money. It's a total control system. You're not, you're living in your 15 minute city. Your credit card won't work 15 minutes from your home and they will control where you go, what you do and what you put into your body. So next time they want you to take a vaccine, you will all be taking it or you won't be able to feed your family because you are government property. Right. Well, and think about that. That becomes a, have you been a good doobie, you know, have you been a good student or whatever that says that you can now have access to other things, entertainment, uh, that kind of stuff. But I kind of look at that as almost like your credit score anyway. Isn't your credit score already your social credit score, your ability to pay your bills on time, uh, whether they like you or not, whether you can get credit? I mean, isn't that kind of what that it's all about anyway? I kind Must of be the soft, law, soft launch, sorry. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. It's got to be the soft launch, right? Do you know that what bothers me about a lot of the 1971 and 1971, I have a problem with it because I was born in 1971. I'm 52 years old this year. And I have a problem with 51, 50, 71 because uh, the education department was started. We went off the silver standard. They started the credit score. That was a whole thing. I don't know if you guys realize the credit score actually started in 71. Uh, a lot of people don't even realize that. There's a lot of things in 1971 that happened that I don't think people realize how much of a pivotal year that was. And Jimmy Carter was in there. But also you had Kissinger and other people, the big globalists, they were in there doing their best to to run you know, run us over the best they could, you know, lull us to sleep, sleep with some money and some good times in the 80s. And uh, they were hoping to have control of us already, I think. But anyway. Uh, all right, so... I, I, I think I want to correct on something. I don't think it was that? Carter that was president at that time, was it? In 71? No, it was coming out of 71 into... Yes, and you're right. But wasn't that when they impeached uh, Nixon? They wanted... I mean, uh, they were trying to bring in... That was... I'm, I'm jumping ahead. You were exactly right. You're right. So. Yeah, yeah. So I just uh, like to keep that clear because I love looking at past governments and what they've done and what their role is in all of this. And it's a real easy thing to look back at and paint the picture of, come on, people, you've seen this before time and time again. Your government is criminal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter brought he I don't know if it was in 71, but this was when all of this stuff was birthed anyway. So Carter signed in the Department of Education and all that good stuff. So he was the one that he's the thing is that he could have stopped a lot of stuff. 
But he wasn't bright enough. That guy was not a leader. I, again, guys, do we not realize how duller Jimmy Gar- Carter really was? I mean, the idea that they set us up for a Reagan. I mean, oh, look how duller this guy is. And then look how great. I mean, look at this hand, not at this hand. And you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of stuff going on there. So, But anyway, uh, so the social credit score was already started, I mean, 50-some years ago. Uh, what on this, I guess I should ask you, how do we find this movie? Bigpicturemovie.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it in the comments here. Uh, big, say, dude, spell, say it to me again. Big movie. Big picture big, movie. Big picture. Okay. I'm movie. doing this slowly so I can make sure everybody picks us up. Bigpicturemovie.com. All right. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. All right. Bigpicturemovie.com. All right. There we go. Uh, Alice Hamilton, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Lindsay as well. Carrie Heisman, thank you for so much for being here. All right. So um, now when you were doing this, was this a actor rendition or was this a different film clips of different things uh, going through this movie? What was it? What was it that you guys put together? Well, we tell the story of David and Colette Stephan, who were kind of railroaded by the crown here in Canada. Their child mysteriously died at Children's Hospital in Alberta. They tried to find out, you know, what was the real cause of this. They, the Crown then used the PCR test to try and make it look. And you've got to remember this is 2012 to make to to find meningitis in the child and say if this family had have vaccinated their child for meningitis, their child wouldn't be dead. And so they are responsible for the death of the child because they didn't vaccinate and they need to go to prison and be torn away from the other children. Oh, I remember this one. Actually, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. So what, what, so this, that's what this was all off of is that's around that whole story as well. So that's the story that's woven through all these interviews with, with Bobby Kennedy and Catherine Austin Fitz and these people, Byron Bridal here in Canada and uh, some fast, some uh, fantastic, uh, CBC, ex-CBC journalist to name Rodney Palmer, who was Canadian. So it's full of uh, a lot of great Canadians and a lot of great Americans. Right. Oh, that's good. So um, now for you guys being in Canada, was there any government interference with this? Did did Canada's uh, mounted police come riding in on their horses? I mean, what happened to you guys? Were you guys picked on by the government? Not yet. Us personally? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you guys uh, did. I can, I can tell you that the family, um, you know, was the the first thing that happened was uh, once the PCR got um, <clears throat> created or this, you know, they did the PCR test. Then the police said, oh, just come in. We need to talk to you. And they arrived. And next thing they knew, they were getting fingerprinted and they were being threatened with jail and there was going to be a huge court case. And wow. all of the, all of the, so I contacted the Raymond police department that's in Raymond, Alberta, Southern Alberta, the, all with where all the cops who worked on this case and had anything to do with it. Um, I contacted Ray, Raymond and anybody who was involved in this case, as soon as it was over, they scattered, they were all transferred out yeah. and the chief, chief, uh, police chief took an early retirement. Wow. Oh, so there was nothing left to talk to. That seems uh, that seems awfully peculiar. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, peculiar, but I'm uh, sure it's just a coincidence, Jim. Yeah, very coinkadinky, <laughs> you know, one mm-hmm. of those fancy words we use for "What are you doing?" Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, so okay, so these guys just took off. So they were given the stage left, go do early retirement, and we'll we'll take care of you. Uh, yeah. So, is there any recourse for that's going on in Canada that we? I mean, in America, we we signed away our rights for pharmaceuticals uh, lawsuits. Is there anything that that you can do in Canada, or can you go after the public officials who forced it, or what what happens there? Uh, <laughs> not really. No, I mean, they were lucky. They were lucky that they they had money. Uh, you know, the, the family had some money and, and the, with the goodness of the community, they were they were backed and they were able to uh, have some lawyers in the first case. Um, they then went to the Supreme Court because they lost the first case and David went to jail. And then the Supreme Court said this, this you know, this is no way a proper or safe um, decision and we need to have another case right so then the next time they went they really couldn't afford lawyers so they were david was self-representing and right. he had his brother 
just worked full time on, you know, looking at all of the reports and what I mean, a lot of stuff went missing from the crown side of things. And then and then their whole case was resting on this pathologist. And the sto- the whole story runs so deep and is so fascinating. Right. I really don't want to give away any of it here. Uh, um, well, but... <laughs> well, that's not fair. You mean we got to go watch the movie? You can't just tell us what's going on. Um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's that's how storytelling yeah. goes. Big picture movie dot com. Okay, so Amanda, how is your dad doing today? Um, he's okay. He's still twenty four seven care. He's in a wheelchair. He can't walk anymore. He can't eat through his mouth anymore. He can't talk anymore. Um, but on the positive side, right. with his full organic diet, like I make his adult feed myself now with organic food and wow. you know grass fed meats and and everything else and the nootropics he we have reversed um the clotting factor that took place number one he was clotted all through both of his carotid arteries and he's clear inflammation um his d dimers are back down to normal so he's no longer he's he's no longer with the spike protein i want to say but like i said it's a learning curve so how how what's that going to look like in a few months or something like that you know like is that going to reoccur we're not sure so everything i'm doing is pretty experimental and i we've gotten him off of pretty much all of his 11 medications um good and his hair his hair is turning black again we're reversing him in age he's 150 percent in his mind he's 98 percent trapped in his body and it is horrible and i mean the lows are really low but you know when we get that glimpse of him every so often it it makes everything worth it right everything worth it and it just makes me want to fight harder the anger makes me more productive and i'm going to scream it from the mountaintop now are there um are there other alternative medicines that are like med beds or even with the the venom the venom therapies that they're actually doing where they're trying to get the venom out of people have you heard about any of this stuff like I have, have you- heard about some of them um there's there's a few that um like you mean the EES system I've I've gotten in touch with uh a few of them but they're slowly trickling into Canada. There's one in Toronto now. I just, I can't get him there. I need to take a wheelchair. I need to take an entire Hoyer lift. I need to take, you know, diapers. And no, no, I get it. I understand. Like Um, it's so difficult. Everything is so difficult. And it's just for someone that used to be boots on the ground out at everywhere, screaming at whatever premiere. or So how many shots did he get? Did he just get one or how many did he get? He got two. Now, did he get them within two weeks of each other like he was supposed to? No. So he got his first one in April, and I knew something was wrong right then because we were just on a meeting talking about the potential shedding of these. We were just learning about that, and he came through my door, and his skin was that death gray color. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's just gross, and, and it's scary. And And I looked at him. I said, you got that shot, and he said, oh, you know, shut up with your anti-vax bullshit. I'm not doing this. And I said, fine, you know what? Get out of my house. I don't want you near my kids. This is where we're going to practice social distancing until I know what you're passing on to my kids. Now that didn't really pan out all that well for me, but um, we, I knew something had, had changed immediately. And then he got the next one in July. And that's when he started having these fainting spells and he went on his first trip in December to Mexico. He didn't even make it a day. He got off that plane. He went out for dinner. He woke up the next morning. He had two strokes and he was in the hospital by the afternoon. Wow. And then he was, yeah. And then he was full of clots. They noticed he, like they did all of the um, the testing. He had clots on both sides. He was a hundred percent on one side, 98% on the other side. They had to go in and remove it. And, you know, just before that surgery was our last coherent conversation and the only thing i said to him was i told you this was going to happen what the hell were you thinking and he just he said you know what baby i know you were right and i love you i'm so sorry right and that was our last conversation and i feel like the biggest jerk that ever walked the planet because you weren't lying to him though you weren't lying to him just maybe you gave it to him a little bit 
you didn't you didn't soft land it, but that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I w- don't blame yourself for that. That's that's uh, that's okay to him though. So you weren't lying to him. Just maybe you God gave it to him it. a little. Stop. I hate when my websites do that. They feed back on my show there. Anyway, uh, so, okay, so when you, your dad goes in and does this stuff, now, uh, how did you guys, Todd, how did you and Amanda k- k- bump into each other? Was this uh, at uh, the convenience store? You were at the mall throwing baseballs? What was, what, how'd that all work out for you guys? No, we were buying masks. Buying um. masks. <laughs> so, vaccinate right away, right? <laughs> We, uh, she saw my film on informed consent and, um, was filled with her anger and looking for a way to get rid of it and, uh, be proactive. So she got in touch with me, uh, right away. It had just launched and said, let's make a movie. And I said, that's so exciting, Amanda. Let's yeah, that sounds great. Let's go. We didn't think twice about it. We just, boom, it was one phone call basically. Right. And one phone call, wasn't it? Yeah. And divine, divine timing, divine guidance, divine. And we say that all the time because it just magically opened up and happened. It felt like, right. Yeah. And we had the one idea and it morphed into something so much bigger and, and just relevant to this time and further, you know? So I'm so proud of Todd's work. It's it's amazing. Well, it's great. Yeah, and I, it's good. I sat down with the family with David Steffen, was the first person I interviewed for the entire film. He was the first person I drove probably you know, like uh a day away from my house. I live on a on a big island, but I drove um to interview him. And as soon as we were, you know, nine minutes into the into the interview, I was like, Oh my god, this is the entire movie right here. Right. Um as far as the personal story for this film, I was going to do, I thought maybe I could do a bunch of personal stories, but there was just so much there. And then as, as it unfolded, I, I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. The story was just insane. And I'm like, you know, just, oh, wow. Thank you. Creator. Like I was saying that in the interview, like yeah. this is, I, I'm, we're on the right track and um, it was fantastic. Yeah. Now. Um, so now Todd, are you, you're in, are you in Canada or America? I'm in Canada. Oh, okay. Actually, I dipped down into like just below Seattle. So my island is, you know, they draw they drew a line around it to keep it in Canada. <laughs> nice. So yeah. you're you're a little more American than you are Canada, but I get it. I understand. Well, half my family is my son and my wife are American. Ah, all right. So uh, Amanda's is the only one that has the right Canadian accent about about. She's the only one that actually speaks a proper Canadian, as far as I can tell so far. But uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, so for you guys, so is this, when did this, has this been released or when did this go out? Remember, remember the 5th of November. All right. So <laughs> I mean, someone said that to me and now that's all I, that's all I, I wish. I wish someone had said it to me. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so awesome because it was so relevant. Yeah, we released it November 5th. Um, and it's had great reviews. Canada's snuffing it as hard as they can. Obviously, Twitter shut down our Children's Health Defense Canada uh, Twitter page for showing the trailer. And it's just they're giving us such a hard time. Mm-hmm. But where it's getting out, it's getting stellar reviews. Um, and I mean, our inbox is full. So I couldn't be more grateful. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So is this on, is this available just only online? Or are you guys actually doing studio or I'm at studio, but uh, theater releases or not? We are, we are, and it's coming. Um, but we're trying to, I think, really dig at our own government right now by getting it across the world. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I have a feeling because the government's got David and Colette Stephan's uh, names in their yap in parliament again that something's coming down the pipe i want everyone to see their story i want all eyes on these people because i want those people accountable for what they're about to do if they're even about to do it yeah these people don't deserve that yeah most canadians believe the cbc version of what happened and um you know the the cbc version is is pathetic and you've you've got three doctors and health professionals in in health canada in parliament telling telling their story the other day and completely getting it wrong like no clue of the reality and using it to say oh look what happened to this family it's like well that didn't happen to that family so you can't say oh look what happened to this family and you guys are this is health canada like i have no idea what they're doing no but during this case the lawyer sean buckley had health can the the representative from health canada on the stand 
and said, you know, you're here to protect Canadians health. And she said, no, I'm not. And he, he was not expecting that. And they said, we're here to protect patent. So what? welcome to the world economic forum, friends. Yeah. Wow. I was on the stand in the court of law. That's they're listed on the world economic site. So they're, they're tied in real tight. Gee, many Christmas. I can't even imagine that. That's like, that is like, they just came out and bothered just to say it. That's uh, saying the quiet part out loud, I guess, is how they say that. Right. Uh, I mean, the Canadian Medical Association has full page Pfizer ads that they're being paid to put out there for, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, we're doing, um, in in America, we're doing the congressional hearings right now, which are still in a sub-subcommittee. They're, I can't, I can't remember what they call it. Got so many things that they do that that waste my money, um, but they are coming out. Uh, you know, we had Tom Renz and McCullough and other people out there testifying on that. Are you guys not having any kind of uh, headway on that in Canada? Is that just all just being hushed out uh, the same way as in some other countries? It's the majority of it's being hushed out now. Mind you, we've had the NCI, um, which is a, a a people's testimony type thing, and they've traveled across from province to province where they could. And it's compelling. It's compelling. And, and they've held actual trials, but it's ignored by all, all of the media, all of the government and whatnot. So, I mean, I think just getting it out there for people to see and people to hear, yeah. it's going to plant seeds. It's going to trickle down. We know everybody's journey is different, you know, but we prefer to take as many people to the right side as we possibly can and without harm if possible. Right. You know, are you, uh, is anybody like in the sports arena of things, are they standing up for your dad at all? I mean, is there anything that's coming? Are they rallying around him or are they just kind of shunned him in a way? They haven't shunned him. Um, I was expecting because dad and I had talked about it throughout from start to this, um, you know, I, I had expected a lot more pushback when I came out and said, this is what it was from, you know, um, because he's got his, he's got all kinds of people behind him. And I've got, you know, a bunch of people on this side that watch my content and do that, that just support me and have for years and years and years. Yeah. Right. And now they've seen this and it's shaken quite a few of them. Right. But it's opened their eyes because, like I said, my dad was invincible. Right. He was invincible to everybody. You know, they called him the legend and he was a friend to everybody. And now all of a sudden he's nowhere to be found. Right. He's a memory, you know, so. Now, is there a, is he part of the Hall of Fame or anything like that or an association yeah. that, uh, that manages that? Uh, the, the Ontario Fastball Association, I think think i don't know i wasn't too it was baseball right hey, hey, hey. <laughs> i would do my own thing i don't i don't have a i don't have a dog in the fight i'm not a, i just watch baseball i don't care really but anyway, yeah you know too many birthdays still... were missed so we just oh, didn't care oh all right i get it right? okay. all right yeah we'll, we'll stay <laughs> off of that one there for a minute uh yeah, todd, we'll talk that later. Uh, todd quick question <laughs> you got a few guitars behind you do you want to give us a quick story of why you got the uh the uh, amplifiers behind you and all that you want to tell us something there i do all the soundtracks for my films Okay. So, so there's that. And then I, I play in a rock and roll band too. Okay. Um, so that's why those are there. And I, I, um, yeah, I like to have a variety of guitars. I've been collecting for years and just buying and selling. Uh, so that, that whole collection basically didn't cost me anything actually. Um, and the buying and selling of things, it's, it's that's good. I, I will earn a little bit of a living out of it. Yeah. And what's the Texas flag for? Is that Texas? That's not Texas. That's not um, Texas. No, that's not although, Texas. What is that? I have no problem with the Texas flag. Uh, that is Dominican Republic. Dominican. Okay. Uh, okay. Someone okay. brought it to my house to sell at a garage sale and uh, it never sold. So I use it to hide all the junk in my uh, thing bag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just looking. I was like, I mean, I was like, okay, it's not because it didn't. I wasn't quite sure. I was, you know, I, I got to get my uh, scholastics uh, F today for. Uh, Jimmy Carter was president in 81, not 71, and that's not the Texas flag. That's the Puerto Rican. Uh, wait, wait. What is it? Costa Rica? What, what flag is it? Dominican. 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 I, you know, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about here. All right. Well, uh, that's cool. So I appreciate that. So you do all your own music, and do you want to give a shout out to your band? 
Oh uh, yeah, my band's called Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. All right. And Amanda, you said you do. You're doing a. Sh- are you doing a show? Do you doing a podcast? Uh, CHD TV. I host a few shows on there every once in a while, and and uh, okay. just I rant on the social medias when I can, when I'm not <laughs> censored, shadow banned. Right. Yeah. You know, no, the usual. Uh, that's just like, uh, and I was actually talking to some of the people today and I've actually made this comment, uh, quite often is that everybody's like all happy that rumble exists and all this stuff. I said, guys, you realize rubble was sold on the stock exchange two years ago. So yep. that tells me that they're as deep state as any of them. Cause when you're on the stock exchange, you give up your company uh, people don't realize when you go public, uh, they have full access to everything. And then there's all this other stuff that goes along with it. So yeah, they may let you make money, but there's a lot of strings attached with that money that they're taking for, or letting you take. So anyway, um, all right. So guys, uh, we've got a couple minutes here before I get you guys out of here. Anything you guys want to say before I get you out of here? I, I don't know if I covered everything you wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, go, go watch it. our movie, bigpicturemovie.com. Oh. We've okay. even, if you, after you watch it, go and leave us a review. We are looking forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to help support our work, there's a donation page on there too. Yeah. All of the information is there. Um, again, bigpicturemovie.com. It's amazing. Help us get word out too, if you can, because uh, yeah, the joys of the powers that be are just, uh, we'll get through them, but uh, it's going to take all of us. Yeah, that's good. No, that's awesome. I know, and we really do. We all got to bind together. Uh, one of my listeners just sent me the, the Texas flag, and it's actually not that far off. It is a blue-starred flag. Um, it is a blue-starred flag, and it's a red and white. It's just, it's all, it's... The, Different? Yeah, it's the red and the white, and then anyway, so I'm not going to go into all that, but anyway, it is... I remember it, there were stars, and there was blue, and there was white, yeah. So the, the star is in the blue. It's across the the one end and then it's red and white stripe next to each other. So it's exactly the same flag. It's just not the same flag. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, so what, anyway. I would say, what I would say to your viewers about our film is that um, if you feel like, you know, you're, you're well informed on everything. That's, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This film's still really worth a watch. And I, and I oh, yeah. guarantee it will compel you. I guarantee, I mean, you know, I've been making films for 20 years, so I I've studied this craft. This is, this is my thing that I do. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it long be- before COVID came along. So, you know, I'm really proud of this film. I'm really proud of the last two ones, too. I, I think it's it's really it's probably my best film to date. And, um, yeah, if you think you you know every bit of it, that's awesome. But check it out because this isn't this is a film for the choir. It's a film for people who are interested in what's really happening in the world. And maybe you're, you know, thinking they're they're ready for the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. They maybe like a little more truth. I like the, I could hear in your in your intro, you can't handle the truth. I, and that's been running through my head for the last three years. Like so many people, yeah, it's hard. It's hard for them. Don't be afraid of the truth. It's the truth, man. It's what it is. It's what's going on. Yeah. Well, the problem with the truth is that you have to admit that you're wrong if you aren't on the right side of the truth. So if you find out the truth is there and then you're on the wrong side of it, you have to then correct that. You know, work with that. Get outside your ego. Don't be all ego driven. Get outside of that. And uh, that's what they've done to us. They have really fragmented us to work against ourselves, not only with race, what we do in our bedroom, or what's between our legs. This is a constant battle with us. But I want to drop a little dime on this show as well as, uh, and I've talked about this before. Elon Musk was interviewed by Joe Rogan on the 30th, well, it was released on the 31st. And he said, that the reason that we have a decline in society, and he, one of the things he said in that interview, and I, and maybe again, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I was wrong about the Texas flag, uh, and Carter. So that's two times. Maybe this is the third time today. But nothing wrong with being wrong. No, I could, I could, I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. So he said that it's being beamed at us, and I wonder if he doesn't know more about what's really going on, you know, in, uh, galactically than what we know. But there is an effect where it seems like a lot of us are just pissed off and trying to you know, hurt each other all the time. But when he said that, it really resonated with me and said, maybe just maybe there's an outside force that's causing us to be the way we are. And if we can beat them at their game and we hmm. beat them at their, you know, and we outlive them, we out, we out, we out, you know, be good. I don't know what that means, but be gooder than them. Oh, um, you know, it's like if we just beat them in that way, then we, we win. Right. So we can, we can uh, outlive them and, and do all those things. So that's a big part of it. Uh, it's very possible. So, but yeah, think about it in that way that uh, we could be the difference makers out there. So 
Uh, all right, so go watch the movie. And the movie is on bigpicturemovie.com. Bigpicturemovie.com. And I was actually looking at the website a little bit there. It's a great website. Love it. Um, anything else? you guys have any work coming up or any events that we need to know about that we can maybe come and be a part of, something you're doing in Canada or anything like that? Well, we will have some showings eventually, and it would be wonderful if you wanted to come. Oh, that would be great. Man. We'd love to have you. Why not? Fantastic. I have never been. I, well, I've been to Niagara. I have not been to Canadia. So I just. Uh, Canadia. Yeah. I, I didn't want to take the trip across the bridge. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it back or not. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't trust him anyway. But <laughs> if you watch the movie, there's uh, uh, I'm really proud of the cinematography. So you get to see a lot of beautiful shots of Canada and the, the Canadian Rockies. And yeah, that's yeah, awesome. So, so you don't have to come. Just watch the movie. Nobody has to come to Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a great can. place. I think it's a great place. I would love to be a part of it. And uh, if you do guys do have a big rally or something or something going on, let me know. I mean, I'd love to be a part of it or at least, you know, help spread the word about what you're doing. And come back on. Let me know when you're going out. I'll, po- I'll post it on my stuff, and you guys can have uh, – have at it so let's just all do this together because it's a if we don't start coming together they're just going to keep tearing us apart right you know it you know it we appreciate it thank you for having Absolutely. us yeah, well thanks, amanda man. and todd i didn't want to screw that up again so um thank you guys so much for being here and like i said if you guys have another anything coming up let me know i'll get you guys back on as soon as i can and vice Great. versa vice versa jim thank okay. you all right guys and we'll get you out of here we'll talk to you soon all right okay bye Bye-bye. bye everybody all right. Well, guys, this is, again, this is where we talk about the vaccine injured. And a lot of us have already forgotten about this because, well, we're worried about Israel. We're worried about all the other things going on around us. And I apologize for a little bit of the audio in the beginning. Uh, I don't know why that sometimes the settings on here uh, do change. And I don't, I literally don't change things on here because I don't want that kind of stuff happening. But it does. Anyway, uh, there is a lot of great things going on around the world. There's a lot of great information. This movie is a part of that movement of keeping this in the news cycle, keeping this out there for everybody. So, guys, go out there and take a look at these. Uh, the, look at the video with these guys or the movie, BigPictureMovie.com. Don't uh, don't don't just push it aside. And go well, it's not my thing. I'm not into it or whatever. You know, honestly, go out there and be a part of it. Uh, also guys, remember mydailynaturals.com, mydailynaturals.com. We do have the splash page up there for you guys to go ahead and start subscribing to your daily dose of my daily naturals. Now, when you think about that, go out there, get subscribed. We will be shipping out and, uh, we'll be taking care of that. That we should be getting some really cool stuff coming down the line here for you guys as well. There's some other, uh, some other things that me and I'm working on, other people are working on. So be in there, be ready for what we're going to be doing. I'm trying to bring the best stuff I can to you. I'm still working with the copper guys, trying to get you guys products, not just no different than this cup, but also the mixing bowl with your KitchenAid and silverware and cooking utensils and, and pots and pans so that you guys can actually work with copper. Guys, this is what it's all about. So go to mydailynaturals.com, go over there, and get your basic cell function package going right away. Do not hesitate. You guys have got to be out there. We got to beat them at this. The copper, magnesium, the iodine, the methylfolate, these are all basic cell functions. If you don't have them, everything else is just expensive pee. So remember that as we continue to go down this life of beating them at their game. Yes, going down this life, beating them at their game. If we go out there and we win life, we're beating them. That's what this whole thing's about. The longer you live, the better you live, the healthier you are, the better your mind, the better your soul, you will find that you are beating them at their game. I know I am. Uh, You guys need to be a part of that as well. And uh, one day, I know there will be a day when we will have to stand up a little bit taller than we are now. But, uh, guys, maybe we just stand up tall now, and we won't have to worry about that other day coming down the pike. But anyway, that's how it goes. Uh, Lindsay says, I want the cup, and I will get that to you. I will get uh, get that on the website as soon as I can, and I will have to. The problem is, is sourcing these, I'm going to have to buy uh, a lot of them, a lot of them. <laughs> it's not a lot of them. It's a lot. So a lot is a quantity of 
And so we'll figure that out. So it'll get it all. We'll get that all taken care of. All right, guys. Any questions or comments for me? Uh, I think I'm gonna get out of here early today. I don't know why. Uh, everything kind of wound down a little faster than I thought it was going to. Uh, but it does look like we are gonna go ahead and go to war with everybody in the Middle East. Uh, Israel is the reason we're there because you know the Jewish people. Jewish people love Christians, or they love American money. I don't know. It seems like we're over there fighting a war that seems like. We're fighting a war for people that hate us. I don't get that. Oh, I know Israel doesn't hate America. I get that. But Jewish people don't like Christians, and Jewish people don't like Arabs. I'm, I'm just going to go back to that. I'm going to keep reminding you guys over and over and over again about how that actually works and why it is we're really there. So this is us pushing back against that narrative and making sure that we don't fall victim to their stuff. All right, guys. Uh, let's see. I think that's going to be about it for me today. Uh, it's been a fantastic week. A lot of good things going on. So hang in there, guys. Don't give up on what we have to do going forward. Be though, diff, be the difference makers right here. Right here. Remember? So good stuff. All right, guys. Uh, remember, hold the line, hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises. I can't keep. Oh, what did I just do there? I just skipped out everything, right? Uh, let's know there's a 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less you have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast. You don't give up, you don't give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promise. I can't keep guys. You've always been the answer out there. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You guys have the power. Read your Constitution, know your Bill of Rights, stand up to them. I am really amazed that we don't do more of that because we all talk about freedom and liberties but we don't practice them. And how will we ever know what they are if we don't practice them, okay? We don't know what a free throw is until we try. We don't know what a field goal is until we kick the ball. We don't know how to practice our liberties and freedoms until you participate in them, right? So get active in those things. That's the difference right there. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here a little early today. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys are doing out there. Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com is the email. I'm Jim Price. This is Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.